Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. Welcome to another episode of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. I am your host, Dr. Barry Perry, your favorite board certified internist. Founder of DrBarryPierre.com, as well as the CEO of PR Medical Consulting, helping you empower yourself for better health with the number of podcasts of patient advocacy, affirmation, and education. This week, we bring you an esteemed colleague, guest, and family friend of the show, Lunch and Learn community member, um, Dr. Sylvia Boley, who has been on here. I think this is going to be her fourth appearance here on the podcast. Just And she drops amazing gems every single time. And, you know, what better time than now, right, when we are a year and some change, all right, almost two years now uh, into this pandemic and how it's affected worldwide, the way we eat, the way we see nutrition, the way we exercise, all of these things kind of compounded upon, uh, and it really has a story to tell as the title may, um, you know, kind of kind of allude. So I wanted to kind of bring Dr. Boley on to kind of just kind of give us some education, get us our mindset back uh, into the right frame of mind, as well as talk about this amazing book um, that she put out, Embrace You. So uh, again, like always, Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you are not already subscribed to the podcast. Send this episode out to 10 of your friends. Leave us a five-star review if not already done so. Let's get ready for another amazing episode. Again, this time with our esteemed guest, Dr. Sylvia Boley. Today's podcast is sponsored by the Lunch and Learn Community Merchandise Store. Living out the motto, empower yourself for better health. And for the thanks of being a devoted podcast listener, I'm going to give you opportunity to save 10% off today's purchase using the coupon code EMPOWER10. Go to shop.drbeerpierre.com. Use the coupon code EMPOWER10, all one word. You'll save 10% off your entire purchase. Remember, 50% of all proceeds are donated to the Five Star Scholarship Foundation, which is a nonprofit organization giving out scholarships for high school students. You are in for another treat. Again, I, I probably say this every single week, uh, but we have an esteemed guest who is a not only a colleague, but almost like a family friend, especially here within the Lunch and Learn community, Dr. Sylvia Boley, who is a not only a board-certified OBC medicine specialist, she's a CEO, a health and what, like, she, just an amazing person. And this is going to be not her first or second, but actually her fourth time here, really embracing the Lunch and Learn community, educating us, getting us together. I'm excited. Again, we, we probably do more talking kind of off camera than we do on camera. It's just, it's just like, again, I just I love everything about her. And just to see the kind of growth of where she's at now, like I, I can't wait till she's on the podcast and this, this, especially this series the next time, right? Just amazing things uh, for us to come. Again, Dr. Tuviboli, thank you again, right? Again, I say this every time, but thank you again for really just blessing our community and just let's, let's getting us together, right? Because the pandemic is here. It ain't going nowhere, unfortunately, um, anytime soon. Uh, so please get us together. Like, how, how, how are we going to get us straight today? <laughs> well, thank you so much, Dr. Barry, for having me. It is an honor and always a blessing to be in your space. And I, you know, we've been together for years, right? And doing this since, when you said I was on, what, episode 98? Episode 98. It was, was my first one. Yes. So that's so like I January, just, for January 2019, y'all. So just uh, 
gave you, I gave y'all some content to everybody. <laughs> wow. And I just admire your consistency and your dedication and how you keep going. And so when you talk about like, how am I going to get y'all together? Like, that's what we have to create in our wellness, right? That's what we have to create on our weight loss journey, on our health journey. We have to create that consistency, that commitment to excellence and really embracing yourself and who you are. And so I love seeing you exemplify that in this space, in that community. And that's what I hope to bring to y'all tips that you can use to be able to really Stop trying to do it like everybody else does it. Stop trying to follow this diet, that diet, bouncing around, walking around in fear, walking around in frustration, but really, really understanding the science of you and loving you in the process. I love it. I love it, Boli. If in case this is someone's first time kind of, you know, hopping on, they haven't listened to your other amazing episodes. Like who who, who is Dr. Sylvia Bowley? Just so, you know, again, obviously we'll make sure her description and everything, but like, I want to make sure you hear from her mouth, right? Because again, like, again, I, I probably gush over all of my guests, but like she is definitely <laughs> one of my favorite guests and really just people, right? Not even just, you know, just, just people in general. Um, and again, and I've, I've talked about this before. I do a lot of shadow following for a lot of people. And I, I'm just always in the background because I like seeing, people win and do amazing things. And this person kind of exemplifies it all. Like who, so who's Dr. Sylvia Bowley for, for, for the lunch learning community who may, may not know about you yet? Absolutely. So I'm Dr. Sylvia Bowley. I'm a dual board certified. Let me start with stats and creds, yes. right? Yeah. So Let's I'm go. a dual board certified internal medicine and obesity medicine physician. I like to say I'm a body fat expert. I'm also um, a certified group fitness instructor. I'm a best-selling author um, of Embrace You. And I'm more important, I'm a human being. I have gone on my own weight journey myself. I lost 60 pounds, not once, but twice and kept it off for the last seven years. And basically that experience taught me that everything we learned about med school in, in med school, we learned about weight and obesity was wrong. And mm. I needed to change that, unlearn all of that and learn to love myself and create a personalized program. And so that once I got that down, I said, bet I'm about to teach this to everybody else because we need to stop the game, stop the gimmicks, stop obsessing over the scale and truly helping you to figure out what's your wellness-based strategy that's going to not help you lose weight today, but also develop a lifetime of wellness at your happy, happy healthy weight. And so that's me and that's what I do. What I love, and we, we've definitely talked about this before, is this aspect of not only having to learn new, but having to unlearn uh, a lot of things, right? So, you know, someone may listen to what you just said and said, like, wow, she was able to lose 60 pounds, not once, but twice, right? Mm-hmm. And like, they're, they're probably racking the brain, like, I'm trying to figure out how to lose this next 10. Right. Like, so it's one of those things where when we see, I always talk about when we see someone do something, then it doesn't seem impossible uh, anymore. Right. So going through your journey, right. Like what are some of like the biggest things that you've known that, especially when we, I've talked about it before and especially in medical school, nutrition, our nutrition uh, curriculum was like a two weeker, right. Like that was it. Like we got two weeks of nutrition and then yeah. they kind of kept it moving. What were some of the biggest things you, you knew you had to not only learn, but definitely 
unlearn in this process of kind of getting to where you're at today? Yeah, well, I think the biggest thing is calories in, calories out, right? When we talk about nutrition, like that's how we were taught. Oh, weight loss is simple. You know, it's just calories in versus calories out. How many times have we heard that where we taught that? Um, And that reduces it all down to, okay, diet, exercise, what goes on your plate. But what we now know, there's over a hundred triggers for weight gain um, and body fat storage outside of just what you eat and how much you exercise. And so if you don't pay attention to those other things, it can end up being a very frustrating because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm following the diet, I'm exercising, but I'm not losing the weight or I lose it and it plateaus or it just comes right back. And all of that can be frustrating. So the first thing I had to broaden the definition that it's energy in versus energy out. And energy um, is so much bigger than what's on your plate or how much you exercise, right? Stress can impact your energy. Your job can impact your energy. Living through a global pandemic can affect your energy balance, right? The people around you, those toxic people around you watching too much TV. I mean, there's just so many things. So once you broaden that definition, then you can find those like little secret hidden places, those root causes that may be beyond just trying to stick to a diet. And they may even it tell you why you can't stick to the diet. So that is really what, for me, I had to learn. That was one of the biggest game changers is unlearning that calories in versus calories out. And then the other thing, because you know, I'm touchy feely now. (laughs) So like the other, the softer side of it is really getting rid of the blame and the shame because a lot of what we learn, because what comes with the calories in calories out is like, oh, it's your fault. If you're not losing weight, it's your fault because you didn't do, you didn't reduce your calories enough. You didn't exercise enough. It doesn't. But when we recognize that there's so many things outside of a person's control, it doesn't help to blame or to shame. And more especially, you have to love yourself in the process, not pick a carry on that blame and that shame, like, oh, I never do this right. I didn't do that right. Mm-hmm. So it was just so key. Those were the game changers for me, self-love and then actually personalizing the science, broadening that definition, moving past calories in and calories out to energy in versus energy out. Again, I told you Dr. Sibi was going to bring it because, again, it's just it's it's one of those very uplifting and energizing you know factors to understand that it's not necessarily your fault, right, that you're not getting the results that you're getting, despite you know what you see on TV, what you hear, uh, what, what the scale reads, right? Like a lot of times there's so many different facts. Again, the pandemic in and of itself, right? We've gotten mm-hmm. to a point where we're going on a year and a half, right, in this like pandemic status. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. About a year. Now. Wow. That's crazy. Just, as just, as just saying that loud, uh, sounds crazy. Um, but it's, it's not surprising, right. When we're seeing the amount of changes that had to occur, right. We've had to endure, you know, you know, closing downs of gyms, closing mm-hmm. down of shops. We've had to do, uh, you know, food shortages. We've had to do with kind of food, even restrictions, right? Constrictions, like all of these things that have kind of played a factor, right? Like as we've kind of moved along, you know, this pandemic of sorts. So I think it's very telling, right? That you're able to really say like, hey guys, like, like stop like focusing on really those two things, right? And I know we've talked about the BMI aspect a lot, right? Stop focusing on kind of these hard matters that really 
aren't telling the full story, uh, which which is why I love what you you what you bring to the table is is that you force us to have to like no like I, I'm not gonna only look at the scale and look at this or what you're like I need to know everything going on around you right because that's the story I need to know because if, if we're gonna get you to that goal whatever that goal is you know lose ten pounds gain ten pounds gain muscle whatever that goal is if I'm gonna get you to that goal I need to know your full story to kind of get you there which is again that's why I love. Uh, you know, what really what you have been doing really over the past couple of years, because like I said, it's just been an amazing journey to kind of watch. Uh, thank you, Dr. Bear. Another thing I wanted to bring up, because you've highlighted so many things happened during the pandemic, but indulge me if you will. You know, I'm a cool nerd. I got to bring some facts in. So let's talk about fat, right? Because body fat, see it here, that's mm-hmm. a five pound fat model. Body fat <laughs> is not all bad. The reason why fat continues to exist. And the reason why we need it in our body, it doesn't just sit there. It has hormonal function, right? Especially for women, but even for men, it helps to regulate our hormones. Um, It also has protective factors. It protects our vital organs, which is why it tends to want to come in the middle where we got a lot of precious organs there. Um, It also gives us insulation and warmth and protection. But most importantly, body fat is there to store energy for time times of possible threats to our survival. Now, when let's think lunch and learn community. When were when was our survival possibly threatened recently? Like, was it when we had a global pandemic? When we you know we didn't know what was going to happen the next day to the next. So, would it be possible that maybe our bodies got the signal that hey, this is a lot going on? There's a possible ability of famine that we might not survive. So maybe we need to store a little extra fat. Now, combine that with just the biological. The, that's the hormonal, like biological signaling, favoring fat storage, favoring weight gain, right? Then we've added to the stress, which also increases our cortisol, our all those hormones. Then we added to the behaviors it promoted, hoarding all that shelf-ready food, that storage food, that car- high-carb food, which then is going to favor insulin resistance, all of this. So it was the perfect storm for weight gain. I say all that to say, you know, there's the quarantine 15. I hear about quarantine 19, <laughs> like all of this stuff. But to me, it makes a lot of sense that that this actually happened because um, from a like just evolutionary perspective, and yes, I'm a believer, but God can work through evolution. So through an evolutionary perspective, it makes sense for the body to favor fat storage during the pandemic. And so now it's like, okay, we recognize that we're beyond surviving. We want to still thrive. We have to give the body the right signals on how we're going to thrive now that this pandemic may be here for a while. We have to learn to live and adapt with this so we can't keep eating all the Oreos, all the pasta, yeah. all the bread, all that shelf ready stuff. So what are we going to do now and move forward? What I think and I like how you kind of put all that together is that I think as especially as time, right, as time has progressed with this pandemic, what I've seen, especially in the hospital setting, just kind of general community, mm-hmm. is that people's stress level has definitely decreased, right? Like they're not as stressed, not as worried yeah. about kind of the pandemic in and of itself. Like, I don't want to say they're becoming acclimated to it, right? But a lot of people are just kind of like, all right, yes, I'm, I'm in a pandemic. I'm wearing my mask, hopefully, mm-hmm. um, you know, like they're kind of doing that. 
And, and what you're saying is like, okay, if, if you're trying to turn that corner, like we, we you, you can't still have that, you know, cabinet full of snacks, right? You, you have to like, again, you, if your stress level is going down, like things need to kind of change this way too, because again, your body is definitely very comfortable, right? You know, you know, insulating and using the fat as it's supposed to use. And, and it's, I think it's very telling because again, we, we always hear about the boogeyman of body fat, body fat, body fat. And just being able to educate our community say like, no, it is not all bad. It is not like, it is not, it's doing, unfortunately it's doing what it's supposed to do. Right. Like it's, it, and it's, if, if, fortunately it does, it does it so effectively. Right. Like, I think that's really our yes. biggest issue. It does it uh, just an, uh, an effective way of using body fat to the best of our ability. And as long as you keep giving the body and putting the body in the situation that it needs to be with stress, with eating, right. With lack of sleep and all of those things kind of combined, right. The body's going to do some, some amazing things. Unfortunately, holding on the fat is just one of them. Yeah, there's a survival advantage to holding on to the fat. There's, I like to tell my clients, you know, who have the medical condition of obesity, I say, well, if we were in caveman times, you would be queen of the jungle and I would be eating. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason. We know that people like to act like obesity wasn't around, but we know from like his, like, if you look in prehistoric figures, um, there's the Venus um, statue and she, and she is a pleasantly plump woman right? That was revered. And uh, so that tells us that it was around and it was a thing of, it was a status symbol. It was, there was a benefit to it. The problem is now we live in a time where there's two, you don't need all that excess fat, right? Mm -hmm. We can easily walk to the grocery store. We can go to our pantry. We can go there. So how are we going to now tell the body like, Thank you for helping me. I know you're not against me. You're trying to help me out, but what can I do? But I actually need to release some of this so that I don't get diabetes. So I don't get hypertension. So I mm-hmm. don't have heart disease because really it's beyond aesthetics and in Embrace You, both the book and in the program, I talk about two things, the happy weight and the healthy weight. Like healthy weight, that's where we're getting into metabolic risk diseases and things like that. And that is a clinical thing where we should be able to help you figure out what is like your threshold body fat percentage and indirectly body weight that puts you at risk for metabolic disease, puts you at risk for diabetes, hypertension, heart disease, you know, the top three biggest ones that are really impacting us, even kidney disease. So we need to be able to help you figure that out beyond just using the BMI tool. So I'm going to pause that because, you know, that's my soapbox. Yes, yes. And then, so that's the fact part of it. So that's the healthy weight. The feeling part of it, which I think we've missed the mark on a lot as doctors, and let me just call a spade a spade, we've missed the mark on, is we don't take into account what makes people feel good, right? Like what is that weight that you both, you feel most like yourself, that you feel comfortable, that you feel confident. For me, I'm going to keep it real. It's the weight I can run without my butt hitting my back. <laughs> like, cause I'm a runner. So like when I get past my healthy weight, like my run, I feel myself kind of slowing down and everything's jiggling. It's just not comfortable. So, you know, every woman, every man, every person has that happy weight where you feel most 
most comfortable with and you can really feel comfortable in your skin. So I combine them both in the book. And so to talk about like, how do you figure out your healthy weight beyond the BMI, beyond just the scale? How do you figure out your happy weight, which is you like, and, and there's, but there's a lot of noise that makes it hard. And mm. honestly, through the work I've done both at, um, when I was practicing internal medicine, OBC medicine, and then through the intensive embrace you program, what I've seen, what we have done in medicine by telling people like, okay, this is the BMI chart. You should, okay. You're 63 inches. You should weigh, um, 107 pounds. Like that makes it hard for people to hear their own happy weight, to feel their own body and know where they feel comfortable with. And so there's some unlearning that has to come with that too. So, and, and I definitely, definitely a great segue, right. As, as we, as we move move forward, right? As we move forward, especially kind of due to this pandemic, right? What has been, you know, some of the ways that you've been able to again coach, you know, the, the people you work with to say, like, all right, let's 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 try to start changing some of our mindset because again, we, if we want to lose some weight, we're gonna have to do some things. Like, what have been some of those kind of tactics that you've been able to kind of really employ uh, with embrace you, right? And then first, I think first we should probably let's just start. Like, let's just start saying what is a brace you and then kind of incorporate like what has been some of those ways you've been able to incorporate some of your teachings in there. Absolutely. So, Lord, so it's been almost a year. It has been a journey. So, like, I just feel so, like, emotional thinking about because, you know, actually, Dr. Bear, I've just now been able to tell my story. So I created Embrace You or what would become Embrace You while I was actually working on the COVID front line. So, Mm -hmm. you know, January, um, my father passed away. February, um, I left primary care, the traditional sense that I was practicing. I started working in a subacute rehab facility um, in March. And I was like, oh, this because I've always loved geriatrics. And um, then in and then in April, COVID pandemic hit big time and we had our first outbreak there. So what was going to be like a little transition period while I worked on birthing a um, a obesity practice or work on a weight loss practice ended up being me thrown into the fire of the COVID front lines. And it was, it was, it was a life-changing experience. I can honestly say in the sense that it that population was so vulnerable, like people in the nursing home during the COVID pandemic. But even though they were so vulnerable and really I lost a lot of patients, they were so loving and they were so wonderful and they poured into me as well. And, but one of the things that I kept nagging me was like, man, these people are here with preventable disease, right? What we call preventable disease. They're here with obesity. They're here with complicated diabetes. They're here with complicated hypertension. Why are we not doing enough to prevent this before it comes? Why are we not telling people, helping people not individually get to what they need to succeed in their own wellness before they end up in a rehab facility, a nursing home, before they're hit with the complications of COVID. And so really that passion, like seeing that, I was like, I can't wait anymore. I can't be afraid of starting my own practice anymore. I can't do it. And when I do it, I'm really going to do the work to help unroot what is 
the why, what's your why, what is your why behind why you're not losing weight. And so Embrace You um, launched in August of last year. And what it is, is this an during, during a pandemic. Yeah, during the pandemic, where we go, we go. <laughs> during the pandemic, while I'm working on the front lines, if I'm going to keep it really 100, while I'm moving and remodeling my 102-year-old house with wow. my eight-year-old and my one-and-a-half-year-old. So all of this is going on at the same time. But praise God, he's good, okay? Yes, so yes, he, yes, he, yes. Made, he helped me through it. He said, do it, and I'll help you through it, and he did. And, um, and then I was in a coaching program. Medical Vocals Academy. So yeah, it was, yeah, it was shout, shout out to shout out to Dr. Dre. Shout out to Dr. Dre. Well, he'll birth those dreams. So that mm-hmm. also that helped give me some of the support I needed though to do it. So yeah, so I launched Embrace You and it has evolved over time. But what it is, it's an intensive three-month program in which we are going to do a combination of individual coaching as well as group coaching and really get to figure out your why, figure out what is keeping you from being consistent on your weight loss journey, what give you clarity on what causes you to gain weight and what you need to do individually specific for you to create a lifestyle that you can stick to. And it's not about obsessing over the scale. It's about making peace with the scale and making peace with your body and really learning to love you in the process of developing this lifelong wellness strategy. And so um, it's been, a, it's wonderful. So we meet one-on-one about eight times through the three months. And then um, we meet weekly and through this special curriculum that I created where you're really going to find out like all the stuff the weight loss industry doesn't want you to know, basically. I'm going to give it to you because I think knowledge is power, right? The more when you actually know the rules of the game, then you know how to break them. You know how to play mm. the game to mm. win. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna I love win. that. I, 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 <laughs> I love it because it is it is almost a, a, a secret, right? Because again, like, oh, it's again, a again, I'm, I'm an internist, right? Like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you know, they focus on, you know, have a much more extensive discussion on nutrition during med- like it, like it almost makes no sense, right? For those mm-hmm. who are typically, you know, in charge of a patient's health, right? To usually be one of the least educated, right? In in the mm-hmm. sense of things on like like just the nutrition. And you, I mean, you said it best, like it's it's nothing more disheartening, you know, taking care of patients and you know that they're in there for something that if someone, right? Just someone like Dr. Sylvia would have just saw them five, 10 years ago. They wouldn't be in front of me with a heart attack, right? They wouldn't be in front of me with me telling them they're about to go on dialysis, all right? They wouldn't be in front of me with me about to tell them like, yeah, you just had the stroke because your blood pressure was like, like it's, it, it, I think that is what, you know, is, is so, you know, so bad for us, especially here in, 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 the, in the hospital acute setting, right? When we see kind of the end stage effects of processes that, could have been, you know, stopped, right? Like, again, we we don't say preventative diseases because we're like, oh, you know, so, like, no, like you literally would have avoided seeing me, right? If someone yeah. would have, you know, like told you like, stop eating salt. Like, so, like, like which is, again, it's, it's, it's more superficial than that, but like, that's really sometimes all it would have taken is just someone like would have said like, oh no, do this or take this or like, don't eat that. Like, and all of a sudden you, you, you would still have your legs, right? All this, like, and being hyperbolic, right? But like all of a sudden, like, you know, I wouldn't be talking about amputations and things of that nature because, you know, you didn't get the help that you needed. So no, I I, I love, 
one, I love that you were so charged that you weren't going to allow a pandemic. You weren't going to allow, you know, the the transition of kind of moving from, you know, one practice to another whilst kind of serving on the front lines, taking care of the sick of the sickest to kind of stop you on your, your journey. Like I said, we and it's so funny because we've talked about this before kind of offline, um, like the goals and aspirations. I remember asking, like, oh, what do you eventually want to do? And you said, like, this is kind of what I want to do. So to be able to kind of see like that coming to fruition is such a you know, uh, such a, you know, a, 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 a loving thing, especially for my end, right? And that's why I wish you all the success in the world, because like, I know that, you know, you spoke this into existence, right? And and sometimes, again, when, when we're in our journey, um, you know, we don't necessarily know how we're going to get to that end goal. We just know we want to get there, right? And then just kind of seeing you kind of like get chug along, chug along, and not allow kind of any obstacles in your way, um, you know, permanently stop you from getting there. Such a beautiful thing. Amen. Thank you so much, Dr. Barry. Mm, you, I receive it. That's a whole yeah. order. Thank you. Um, and you said something else that I wanted to piggyback on. So you said, you know, and I love what you said in the acute setting, realizing that, hey, if they had met someone like me that would have maybe helped them on their journey before, they wouldn't be losing their legs. They wouldn't be on dialysis. But I think it goes beyond what we were taught to do, which was to tell people, stop eating salt. Just eat less of this. And we have to go behind and dig deep and say, why are you eating salt? Why do you crave so much salt? Why do you crave so much salt? When do you crave the salt? And really figure out both what I talk about in Embrace You in the program, especially we do a whole course on cravings, right? And figuring out the root of cravings because every craving has two sources in mind, just for simplicity. That's the biological, which I call bio. And then there's the um, psychological or emo, just to make it easy. So there's the biological part of it. So like with the salt craving, you know, are you, um, is it that you grew, grew up eating a lot of salt. So your taste buds, your threshold for salt is higher, or are you, are you dehydrated? Are you not drinking enough water? Like that's like the physiological part of it that's behind it. Or is there some other underlying disease that might be causing you to crave salt? Then, um, and you know, there's lots of reasons for salt cravings. Then the emo part of it, okay, does this usually tend to happen around your period? If you're a woman, does it usually tend to happen when you're angry, when you're frustrated when you're salty, you know, you want to reach for something salty to crave. So really figuring out those reasons why, and then backtracking and coming up with solutions and a strategy around it is what's so important. You know, and, and unless you look at me, I don't know if you even realize, like, just like, just really the stark difference of kind of like, you know, how I kind of hypothesize and then how she did it. Right. Like, again, like, again, Dr. Sylvia, again, I, I don't brag just to brag. Like, this is an amazing person because it, it is even as a physician, like I still have to like, all right, like I really need to even go back even in my own personal practice and focus on even more deeper levels. Right. Cause again, it is more superficial to say like, Oh, just eat this, just take this medication. Right. But if you don't ask the why, right. If you're not trying to get what the origin is, right. Again, if you're not trying to embrace you, right. Like again, you know, for the partner, like you're not going to get there. Right. Like, so again, I can, I can, I can say all I want, I can give you any medication I want, but if I'm not trying to address the origin of what got you there, right. Like it's, it's going to be a, 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 you know, a false sense of trying to security, at least on our end. And I think as a physician, that's the way we've been taught 
is, is almost like a false sense of security. Like, oh, just give this medication, just tell them to eat this, eat more of this, eat less of that, and then they're okay. And not ask about any of the other reasons of why they've gotten there to the first place. So again, I just, I just wanted you guys to just see that stark difference of, you know, where Dr. Sylvia Boley is kind of, kind of mentally, and even where me as an internist, like kind of needs to be. It's Absolutely. amazing. amazing Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. And, you know, I think for me to grow, I had to do my own personal work to grow, to be able to do this work. And it definitely um, is easier, right? To And it's more comfortable to just tell somebody, stop doing this. Don't do that without asking the why. Because when we ask why, honestly, sometimes you may not know the answer to their why right away, or you may not have the solution right away. And it takes deeper thinking, deeper probing to kind of get that. Um, and for me, I'm a believer. So like, I'm like, okay, well, God is my secret power. <laughs> so I, I get that I can connect really on a spiritual level, on an emotional level also, and really dig deeper and kind of get subtle clues that wouldn't be there. But I think that really is as a clinician is getting comfortable with the uncomfortable and being mm-hmm. able to sit in it and to then walk somebody out of it. And so that's part of why I realized, and I'm, I can't act like I woke up like this, you know, you've been right. with me on my journey. Right. So it, it took time for me to get to the point where I, an experience for me to get to the point where I'm really comfortable saying, okay, what's the why? Hmm, let me think about that a little bit and, and come to it. But I've also now at this point seen like, thousands of patients <laughs> so and, <laughs> and and so you know 10 years I'm getting great hair like I'm like oh man I'm not the youngest doctor on the block anymore so but the, with that comes lots of experience and I think also being in the health outside of medicine being in the health and wellness space and just copiously reading and really trying to understand like if something new comes out I'm going to be to do all the reading, not just journals, but I'm going to read the pop media, everything, try to figure out, does this make sense? Is it biologically plausible? And I think that's the other thing, too. When we were in med school, we really learned a lot of narrow definitions of what was right. Right. Mm-hmm. So it had to have a randomized controlled trial and a meta-analysis and a systemic lit review. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, and and that is good. Population-based science is wonderful as a starting point. But what had happened, what happened, um, I think during that transition was that it actually um started to overshadow the individual. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you do a randomized control trial, there's a bell-shaped curve. And what we're just, we if you're just looking at numbers, you're looking at data, so you're saying, okay, the mean or the average is this amount of people, and that's what happens to this amount of people. But what about the people at this end of the bell-shaped curve? What about the people at the other one? So you can't say everyone needs to be like the middle, because even in this randomized control trial, people there were people... That on the uh, on the fringes there were people coming up so i now like look at it much bigger so when i even read a study i'm like okay that was that was what was statistically significant but this happened to these people i go deep into those charts and really think about what else is going on because that's how we're going to help the individual and and kind of speaking about you know helping the individual kind of being uncomfortable right like let's talk about so you have this program Right. And, you know, you're helping. But then you say, you know what? I also want to 
write a book. Again, obviously, much like <laughs> community, I have the book right here, right? It breaks you. Let's let's talk about this book and, and just the mindset that say, you know what? Like, yes, I want, yes, I, I help group setting, but like I need to put out something like this here, right? To again to help the masses, right? Someone like me who it may not be within your purview, but like be able to kind of read this and then take what you know the game that you're given and go into the next level. Let's let's talk about let's talk about the book. Yes, yes, yes. So, all right. So after God made me start this business while I was on the front line, they was like, okay, not enough. You need to do a book because not everyone may be able to get it. And really, y'all, this book is my love letter to you. I say that and I mean it from the bottom of my heart because I wanted everyone who gets this book to be able by the end of it to have a deeper understanding of what works best for you. Again, you know, being in the health and wellness space, I see and on Instagram, I'm on Instagram and all this stuff. So I see lots of people like do this detox, do this diet, do this, that. And what I on the end of it is people bouncing around, confused, feeling disappointed, distracted, like defeated. And so I wanted by the time you finish with this being able to come up like so each chapter walks you through a journey. The first one is just mindset, right? Releasing that perfectionism that I got to do everything right all the time is all or none and embracing progress because progress is a journey. You don't have to be perfect. Perfection is not required for progress. So that's the first thing. Free your mind. Let's go. That's a that's a gem. That is <laughs> yes. Mm. Perfection is not required for progress. Progress is perfection free. Okay. So you can do it without it. So starting with that mindset and then getting the truth. So what is your healthy way going beyond what you learned about BMI? Um, so, and understanding that it's deeper, what's your weight gain triggers? What actually beyond what we talk about food and exercise, even beyond stress and sleep, what are those subtle things that are causing you to gain weight? So all of this we go through and then each chapter just takes you on a journey. Every chapter has an empowerment tool, which is something that we also have in the Embrace You program. And a few of these are stuff are things that we actually use in the program. We have a lot more in the program, but so that you can do the work, do your own self-work and come up with something for you. I didn't want this to be about my journey. I wanted it to be a tool for your journey to help you embrace you. <laughs> I, I love it. I, yeah. Again, again, that's that's why I had like I already I was gonna get the book regardless. Like it, however it came, I was gonna get the book. But I I just, I love the fact that when when and you you said the best right. You know again uh, we're we're all on social media right Facebook Instagram TikTok and all these things there and the amount of the amount of like oh just do this just drink this just do that just like drink sleep this like all these like. And, and the problem is because they speak as if it works for everybody else, right? Like you need, right? You need a book like this, right? Because you need that individual, you know, aspect of like, all right, what do I, right? What do I, Barry Pierre, what do I need to do to get to where I need to go, right? And and I think that's why I, I love this book because it really helps recenter me and it helps block out the noise that I see, right? Like, so I, I don't have to like look at this person who says like, oh, I, you know, I, I, I eat whatever I want and I lose weight or I don't eat anything. I just drink teas. And I, like, like it helps block out that noise that unfortunately is out there Right. And it's easily and readily consume, consumable uh, to us. Right. And, and really, again, puts us back in the mindset. So, again, I just love 
you know, again, not again, not only are you helping, you know, with just the book, right? But not only are you helping with just the one-on-one. And I don't know if you even realize the amount of people that you've touched. Uh, you know, again, just kind of in your journey, right? Like I said, again, we we talked again. You, 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 I've been around. We've been around for a couple of years now, right? But you know, again, starting from like yeah, helping moms, right? Helping us get through the holidays, helping us get through the pandemic. Like you've been like like that's always your goal. And when you have that mission and your why is like I want to help others, right? Like you'll you'll always succeed. So again, I, that's again that's why I again I love 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 having you. Uh, I think I think I think you and my wife are probably like neck and neck. Right, as far as guests, like neck and neck. I was like, Oh, I think she got you now. Like, because it's but when, when you provide value to a community, right, and, and you, you want to make sure, like, that kind of that flower, those seeds kind of spread. So, again, uh, Dr. Sylvia, again, like always, I absolutely love every time you hop on uh, our, our show because you just give so many, um, you know, amazing and empowering and gems that helps us take action. Right. Not like yesterday to like take action, like after you're done listening to this, watching this, like take action today. And and again, uh, so let's give let's give a breakdown. One, how can how can someone if they want to get in touch with you, get into your program? How can they do that? How can they get this book? Like, let's where can they follow you? Let's 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 give <laughs> let's give let's get that whole. And again, remember, you don't have to write any of this down. It will be in the description or show notes, depending on where you're listening or watching this. Uh, but like in just a case, so so we can so we can, we want you guys. We don't want you to take action tomorrow. We want you to take action today, right? Like mm-hmm. today is when you take action. You don't take like waiting for tomorrow. There's always going to be another reason why you have to wait till tomorrow. Like take action today. Get change your life today. Right. Like that. If that's what you want. Right. You have to do that like ASAP again. And don't wait for protection or perfection. Right. Mm-hmm. It, ain't, it ain't it ain't it ain't happening. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Take action today. And what's the smallest thing? What's the easiest thing? That's a, one of the things I teach you embrace you. Like it doesn't always have to be hard, y'all. Like the big picture. Yeah, that's hard. But what is the simplest thing that we can do that will start that momentum, right? We were in the momentum. What could that start that momentum, that snowball to keep going? So for instance, on my social media, on, on my Instagram, which is embrace you, MD, um, I always share on Wednesday a one-minute movement motivation. I combine it with some motivating point and then show you one minute of movement you can do. Why? Because one minute of movement is better than zero minutes of exercise. And the mm-hmm. thing is, you probably will start out trying to do one minute and you're going to be like, oh, that's easy. I can do five minutes. And then next thing you know, you'll do 10 minutes. And really for me, this is how my journey started. When I started seven years ago, I was not exercising at all. And now I call it movement, right? Because exercise is like, I don't feel like exercising. I have to exercise. But movement, you're like, I can move. I can do something. So I I wasn't at all. And I started by doing 10. Once I had my revelation of self-love and personalized science, I started doing 10 minute sessions, one minute sessions. And eventually I trained for my first 10K. Then I became a runner and now I've run over 4,000 miles. But that started with just doing one minute, 10 minutes here and there. So you don't know where you'll end up. So go to my um, Instagram page, embrace you MD and look at those minute movement motivations. I have put out a lot of content. Again, it's just there to serve you and to help you. Now, the next step is get in the book. If you don't already have the book, it's available on Kindle. It's available um, also on 
on um, hard copy like we have here. So, um, and I actually started a virtual book club that's completely free. Um, once you go to embraceyoubook.com, you just can go on there and they'll sign you up for the weekly emails. And each chapter, I share a little bit deeper insight. I give you some self-work to do. You can join us in our Facebook group for some ch- communication. So go to embraceyoubook.com and that'll show you can get the book and join the free um, virtual book club also. Now, if you're really, really committed, and I want people that are committed, that really want to change their lives. If you if you say, hey, that's me, Dr. Silly, I'm tired of playing scale games. I'm tired of obsessing over this scale. I want to know my why. And I want to make a lifelong change. As Drake says, this is a life is, okay? Yes. We're about to change it for life. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. If you yes, if you work with me, I'll quote a lot of scripture and a lot of music. I love music. So this is a life is. So if you're ready to make this a life is, then you can join the Embrace You program. I open up in three-month enrollment pre-periods. And guess what? Lucky for you, September. Um, second week in September, I will be launching my second group. So how you can join. Yes. So, and that will be the last group of the year. So how you can join that is we need to meet one-on-one first. So if you will just go ahead and head over to my website, um, you will see the link to, um, set up a complimentary call with me. And so just head over to embraceyouweightloss.com and you can set up a complimentary call and I'll ask you some questions to see if it's a good fit. If it is, you and I will meet one-on-one and really make sure that you're ready. I know I'm ready. I know I deliver. At this point, you know, <laughs> I've yes. been in the game over yeah. 10 years. I've been um, I've been doing Embrace You exclusively for about a, for a year now, starting August of 14. And so I know I can deliver. So what I need is you to be committed. And if you're committed, I'll make sure you get that consistent, clear lifestyle change that's going to lead you to feel confident that you can stay at your happy, healthy weight for life. I can. So I'm looking forward to meeting you. <laughs> again, thank you, Dr. Sylvia, for, again, just, again, continuing to really, I mean, at this point, you're just kind of setting a standard of just a level of excellence uh, yeah. that, you know, not only do I love to see in physicians, but I, love, I just love to see people who like helping people, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 anytime you know someone actually enjoys the process of, and, and that's really we talked about this kind of offline. Like the process, right, is something that I think we both kind of enjoy. Like we enjoy the process of getting someone from their point A to point C, right? And we we like the work, like just kind of comes with it. But like it's just that aspect of doing it is what really continues to drives us, what continues to has us waking up every Wednesday and doing those lives and doing all those things there, right? To kind of help a community, help touch other people, uh, you know, that you know we wouldn't like naturally do before, right? Again, if we were just kind of focus on just a person who's just in happens to be in my office, we probably couldn't do it, right? We wouldn't reach as many people. Uh, but the fact that you're able and you're you're willing, right, to put yourself out there in the limelight, right? And you know, be able to say, like, this is this is my why, this is my truth, and, and this is why I know. Like you heard what she said, like, like I know I'm good. Like, so it's not even a question of if can I do it, it's are you ready to do it, right? Like that says it, that says it all for me, right? Like I'm good. I can do what I need. Like, are you ready to like help, like help me help you? Right. That's, I absolutely love it. Again, thank you for joining. Uh, again, just an amazing, amazing, amazing person. 
physician, uh, helper, caretaker, all those things kind of wrapped into one. Like you're, you're, like I said, just love it. Thank you so much, Dr. Barry. You know, I, we go way back. <laughs> and I'm so yes. grateful for your support, for your mentorship. Let's call it spade a spade because you lead by example. You have been committed to excellence with this podcast and helping people by sharing the truth and all for the past few years. And so thank you so much for providing this space. Um, and thank you, Lunch and Learn community, for listening to me and for changing your lives. So whatever you do, guys, Please, Lunch and Learn community, please embrace you. You are wonderful. You are unique. And you deserve to be the best version of you. So I am honored to be here. Thank you so much, Dr. Bear. Thank you for coming to the end of the episode. It is your truly Dr. Bear Pierre. I want to give my undying thanks to you for your support. Just getting to the end of the episode means that you at least enjoyed today's episode. Hope you were empowered by today's episode. Please remember to share this episode with at least two people that you know that would be greatly affected if they did not listen to today's episode. And if you have not already done so, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can leave a review. Leave a review there because your support is so, 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 so valuable what we're doing here on the Lynch Learn and everything with Pierre Medical Consulting. And if you have not done so, go ahead and join the listserv. To join the listserv, it's very easy. Just grab your phone right now. I'll pause. Join the listserv. You want to text Lunch Learn Pod. This is all going to be one word, Lunch Learn Pod to 44222. And you'll be on the listserv. You'll know exactly when new episodes are coming out. You'll know about new episodes before they actually come out because I usually tell my listserv members, hey, this is what I'm working on. This are the guests that you should expect to hear for the week on. Thanks, guys. You have a blessed day, and I'm going to see you guys next week.